Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, Boomer and Geo, coming to you live, the Bill Ford Talk Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Elvis is out there and uh, is surrounded by women right now. And this is why single guys take their dogs to like a park somewhere and they... I mean, listen, there are three women out there that are all over it. Oh, let me smell you. <laughs> yep. And, of course, thanks to the Farmer's Dog for allowing us to have a doggy day here. So, you know, it is. Uh, we were talking about the, the NFL and the draft and all this stuff. It is Combine Week, and it is a big week for a number of players. And one of those players is that, what, that uh, quarterback that, you know, the last two years at Washington, he was unbelievable, Michael Penix. Yeah, you love him. I, I, I Listen, his accuracy, his ability to throw every single pass, his ability to throw it a spiral every single time. Yep. <clears throat> Was amazing. Now things didn't go great for him at the Senior Bowl. Supposedly, I'm, you know, you don't, you never know. Championship game was not great, right? But he, look, I mean, he played great all the all the the last two years, and he was in the Heisman running. And I will say that he is going to throw at the combine, and I was glad to hear that because he wants to show that he can do it. And and again, I think what's happening to him right now is probably his injury history. Well, yeah. So this there's now. There's two things that I feel very confidently about okay. that I had la- last year. I nailed this one going okay. into the combine. I said that Anthony Richardson is going to come out of that thing. This is before it happened. He's going to come out of that thing just skyrocketing up the boards because this guy is an athletic freak. And people are going to see him in person. He's going to do ridiculous things. He was breaking quarterback records at the combine with his measurables and everything else. This is another thing that I feel very confidently about. Okay. You know, they poke, they prod, they look, they grab, they squeeze, they sniff, they taste. This is what the guys do here at the Combine. That's what they do. They're going to look at him. They're going to comb through his medical records, all of this stuff. And depending on what they see, it's going to affect his draft status almost more than anything. Because any time he has a little bit of a negative thing happen, like didn't have the best week at the Senior Bowl, 
Obviously, championship game could have been better. He played a great Michigan team and a great defense. You know, we've seen the greatest of the great struggle. Tom Brady against the Giants defense in a in a season where they were undefeated. We understand a great quarterback struggle against good defenses. But they'll go to the injury history when he struggles. Ah, you know, he would have to be absolutely perfect for them not to bring that up. So I truly believe that you are going to find out sooner than later when they get a real look at all the stuff that's going on and the doctors take a look at him, he's either going to go right back up to the top or right back down to the third round. Yeah, but I would also say that there could be a team that could get him in the second round. You know, that could be a lucky situation. And um, if he's in the right position, now his offensive coordinator from the University of Washington, who he's had the last two years, was going to go to Alabama and become their offense coordinator. Yeah. He backed out of that job, and he took the the same job with the Seattle Seahawks. Now, if the Seattle Seahawks drafted him in the second round, mm. and he went there and sat behind Geno Smith, who the Seahawks just picked up his contract and told Geno, you're coming back. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that we would not be looking for a younger quarterback. That may be the best situation of all. For him to play in an area where he had just finished his last two years at the University of Washington and have the same offensive coordinator who he had in college. Yeah. That that could be that could be great. You know, I I still think the world of the kid, I you know, I haven't met him, so I don't know what kind of you you know guy he is. Um I don't know how uh physically what he looks like up close and personal. Um like I like I told you, Jaden Daniels to me was a beanpole. But he looked like, you know, Anthony Richardson in terms of the type of player he is. Right. Like he's explosive on the football field. So there's going to be a lot of people drooling over him. But again, I still think he's got to be a guy that is going to need at least a year to kind of at least grow up a little bit and mature a little bit physically. And I cannot believe some of this J.J. McCarthy craziness. Like, I, I mean, I'm, you see mock drafts of him like in the top ten. What? And all the respect in the world for him to be a championship quarterback and, and, and win in that type of game and run that offense. And Jim Harbaugh got the most out of him. But that's a top 10 NFL quarterback. Well, projection? I think a lot of that also has to do with Jim Harbaugh's comments about him. Well, what's he going to say? But again, but, you know, listen, I don't, if he's got to be drafted at the right spot, again, if he's going to be any good, you know, he, is he going to carry a really bad team early on? Is it going to have to be like Bryce Young? Forget it. He's not going to be able to do that early on. But yeah. maybe there is something about his personality that Jim Harbaugh absolutely loves. And that personality is the same type of personality that some of the other great quarterbacks have had that have come out of the draft. That, like, he may be like Brock Purdy. Maybe just like Brock Purdy. Maybe a little bit bigger. Played on a bigger stage. Yeah. Um, and he might have the right attitude. I, I would much rather take a chance on a guy like J.J. McCarthy than, as I mentioned at the time, Zach Wilson, who was an out-of-nowhere guy. That's what I call out-of-nowhere. Just out-of-nowhere. Zach Wilson's the number 2 rated prospect in the draft. Or Trey Lance, who was someone that we he barely played college football, but it was the physical jump off the screen when you watch the film that stuff. Was, that was Carson Wentz. Uh, right. Yeah. And another one. I mean, Josh Allen, too. You know, you could say Josh Allen was one of those guys you didn't know a ton about, but then you saw the measurables and he was good. But you know, if I'm if I have to choose between the guy I haven't seen a lot 
And someone like J.J. McCarthy, I'd rather take J.J. McCarthy, but he just, he never looked like, I mean, he looked like a good college quarterback to me. Now, I mean, Tom Brady came out of the same school, looked like that, but that's the outlier. I'm just surprised. I, I thought J.J. McCarthy project more like a mid-second round, mid-third round guy, and he is he's all the way up at some of these projections as a top 15 guy. Well, we do know that this draft is going to be top-heavy with offensive players. So there are a, there's, there's some really great wide receivers. There are some really good offensive tackles. There are obviously three or four quarterbacks that are probably going to go in the top 10. Um, and then, you know, the, the edge rushers will come and then the defensive backs will come and mostly come out of the SEC. Um, so there will be, I would, I would probably think, depending on how all this goes down and any trades that may happen before we get to the draft, that the first six or seven players off the board are going to be offensive players. Yeah, I mean, and that's the uh, the type of league we're talking about now, especially in, these quarterbacks get overrated too sometimes because you know how many times we talked about how that can change an organization, not just with the talent, but then the fact that he's on a rookie deal for a number of years just helps you build around the guy. Um, so a lot of the times these these general managers convince themselves that maybe the top guy on the board that's not available to them, then they fall in love with somebody else because it's the idea of hitting on a quarterback that they'll take the person that they didn't absolutely love as opposed to being patient, and then you end up with a guy like Christian Ponder or Jake Locker or J.P. Losman or any of these losers that have come out of the draft. So. Right, so I, I just, you know, in, in the case of the Giants... So I think of the offense that they run, and I think that uh, the type of offense that Brian Dayball ran up there in Buffalo with Josh Allen, what he tried to do here with Daniel Jones, which quarterback fits that kind of system with this group of quarterbacks in your eyes? Hmm. Man, well, obviously, the, I think the top two guys fit any system. Well, I think Jaden Daniels is the guy. I think well, I mean, you, know, you would say that Caleb Williams and Drake May wouldn't be. I mean, I, I think I think that they're not going to be able to get Caleb Williams. So I know, but I mean, you put your yeah. I and the question is, is is what is you know like what is New England going to do with the third pick? They're going to take a quarterback. And I mean, what is Washington going to do with the second? pick? They're going to take a quarterback, right? So if you're Washington, who are you taking, Drake May or Jaden Daniels? Drake May. I think Drake May is the he physically is so much more impressive than those other guys. It'd be tough for me not to take him. And then the first wide receiver off the board will probably go to the Cardinals at number four. Yep, so they could stick with the uh, the little guy, Kyler Murray. And then I would well, they got money invested in him, so they're going to have to. And then the Chargers probably offensive line. Okay, and then the Giants come up. The top three quarterbacks are most likely going to be gone. They are not going to take a quarterback at number six. Do they trade out? Do they grab another offensive lineman? Or do they take the next best wide receiver? Assuming that everybody thinks Marvin Harrison is going to be the top pick for the Cardinals. So that leaves uh, neighbors, and that also leaves Adunze. And Adunze is a kid that played with Penix at Washington, and that kid was great at Washington. Yeah, they need weapons. We know they need weapons. Wondell Robinson's about the best thing they got going to wide receiver, and uh, he can't to me is not a number one guy. You got to draft a number one guy. Yeah, and the other interesting player in this in this draft is the a tight end out of Georgia, I believe. Uh, the kid Bowers, okay, and Brock, Brock Bowers. Bowers, yes. 
So supposedly, according to you know all the people that I have spoken to, is that this is a can't-miss tight end, meaning that he could do everything. He could be, I'm not saying he's going to be Gronk, but he's like Gronk in the sense that he can block, he can catch, he runs with the you know runs after the catch. He's big, he's strong, he's a huge target, and somebody's going to be salivating for him. Yeah, and when we're out there at the draft this year in Detroit, uh, we get to see these guys uh, up close potentially. Yeah, so we play Oakland Hills. <laughs> hey, uh, Stephen Waldron, CBS Sports. You think uh, you and the the fellows would like to go out to Detroit and cover the NFL draft? You think that'd be something that CBS Sports Network would be interested in? I would personally love to. You would love to, but well, when you yeah, run it up, sticks. you're a big run it up the flagpole guy. Do you think yeah, that the flagpole yeah. would would reject you and give you the Dikembe Mutombo finger? Do you think that they would be receptive to this idea? I would expect a finger, but uh, be optimistic. <laughs> okay, All straight right. arm, the stiff arm. Yeah, and then you know when you ask, are you going to do your awkward, nervous cough when you ask? Be like, I might uh, put it in email. This way, they can't hear it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Be like, ah. Uh, so, Burn Geo, we're talking about. Uh, me going to draft. Me going to draft. <laughs> uh, no, Stephen. No way. <laughs> yeah, that'll be nice. And Tyler Hale's going to be ready for that. Get ready, Tyler. You know, one one thing I did want to ask you, Stephen, when we did play golf. Why? Why did you when you spot your ball in the green? Why did you walk like fifty yards away? I didn't realize I walked that far away, but. You spot your ball, you get out of other people's way. You let them read, you let them putt. Yeah, but I mean... You don't want to bother them. I mean, but you, like, went to the other tee box and came back. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's why I wore the shirt that I wore, so you wouldn't lose me. (laughs) Right. You ended up losing Benji instead. Uh, We're sitting there having a couple of Casamigos at the bar. The guy's just sitting in the car for 45 minutes. Uh, All right, Stephen, we'll run it up the flagpole, will you? Because we're working on it on our end, and... You know, if we uh, if we have to go out there with no TV and you put the cartoons back on like you did during COVID, then so be it. Because uh, uh, I hope we don't have to do that. <laughs> well, I guess we could always do Zoom, right? Yeah, Zoom is always available. All right. Well, then we'll we'll figure it out. Figure it out somehow, some way. Bop it around. Oh, hey, Tom. I don't know if you listen to the show. I will run and bop it up today. I don't know if you listen to the show, David. <laughs> 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 I know you exaggerate sometimes, but I hope it's not. Yeah, that. that's what makes it so funny. Detroit, Detroit, and then lean forward and a bop back and a, <laughs> and a nervous cough. And a <laughs> God, it's got to be exhausting being you, man. It's got to be on the dance floor. It's got to be exhausting. Do you, do you have a uh, an ailment of some sort that we don't know about? <laughs> if I do, I don't know about it either. Oh, All right. Goodness. I mean, uh, you know, good. Craig had a touch of Tourette's. Yeah, he, yeah that's why so he had his uh, camp and everything. Exactly. Yeah. So, and I could see it. Yeah, because you used to tell him to stop smelling his fingers. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. I don't do that. Yeah, all right, so, all right. So, Stephen does not do that. No, he doesn't. And no. I just, it's just, ner- I think it's nervousness. You know, like when he's around you, he wants to ask stuff, things like that. That's Tony Romo's here. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, it gets excited. Tony Romo's here. Oh, oh my God, Tony Romo's here. And you liked it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but he's just, you know, he's a guy who doesn't experience those things. So you, you know, you work for CBS, shouldn't be so excited yeah. that Tony Romo was hanging out. You know, all I need to do is I get to put Steven in that uh, balloon head that I played with <laughs> two days ago together. Those guys would be perfect on the golf course together. 
<laughs> Absolutely perfect. Stephen was great to play with. No, he was. But Thank you. You're welcome. You guys were too. I had a great time. No, yeah. he no, he was great to play with. But the the fact that that guy got so excited about Saquon and Stephen oh, got oh, so I excited see, about yes. Tony Romo, right? It would be perfect. They could talk about their experiences when they saw him for like 15 seconds. <laughs> How great that was. <laughs> all right, Stephen. Thank you, man. We will uh, run it up the flagpole. Let us know how it works, all right? Maybe we'll they'll chair a blunt on a golf course. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Boomer and Geo on the fan CBS Sports Network. What the F, man? Yeah, I know. I mean, sometimes you find some weird crap out, don't you? But you know what it is? is when you have just small interactions with people, like five, ten minutes, whatever, Everybody's great. You spend four hours with somebody. You, you, you peel away the layers. <sighs> Stuff you don't want to know. Super Z! No, with him, I usually know in the first couple of minutes. <laughs> Didn't take me four hours to spend time with him. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Uh, Jerry had a last-minute emergency edit that he had to make to a clip that he wanted to play. He uh, ran by something uh, on the fence, if you will, or on the, the cusp of being, I guess, something you could or could not say. And Al nixed it. And then Jerry had to run back there through the crowds of people that are petting Elvis right now to cut something up. So that's why he is not in here right now. If you see, there is a whole crowd out there. It, it is. is. I just, mean, you know, just like the dogs have changed the whole spirit of the show. And I know. The spirit of the, the workplace. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Everybody I mean, seems genuinely happy. They're bringing people together. I mean. You're getting people a, from the Bangladesh Coal Center that right. haven't left it in like six or seven years. And the engineering's out here. Yep. You have a lot of people like coming together. I like it. Yeah, it is. It's been, uh, it has been great. It has been, it, and this is some. This is why 
we talked about a couple of years ago when Cooper was in here that first time, you know, getting a station dog. Just just rescuing a dog, having him live here at the station. Someone's got, you know, there's always somebody here. You know, you just get somebody who wants a responsibility throughout the day, and that would be something else. Until some dumbass gets sick and doesn't come in, and then that the replacement doesn't do take the responsibility on, you know, then all of a sudden you got problems. That is true. Or, you know, someone could take that dog home at night, have it stay here during the day while they're working, during the hours. Right. There's a way you could do it. You could figure it out, but it does lift the spirits of everybody. Oh, there's no question about it. And it brings people together. It does. Like, you know, Republicans, Democrats, liberals, conservatives, you know, whatever. They're all out there. They all right. love the dogs. Right. <laughs> Except for non-dog people. I just saw someone from the Proud Boys and someone from Antifa hug yeah, out there. there. It's oh, yeah, crazy. It's and just bonded together over the dogs. It's just incredible how it works. All right, Jerry, you you ready over there? Oh, oh yeah, okay. ready. We're oh, brought yeah. to you by the Farmer's Dog, fresh human-grade dog food delivered right to your door, and by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. So we heard from Joe Shane yesterday. Today, Joe Douglas talks at 12 noon uh, at the NFL Combine. Uh, yesterday, just also of note, we also heard from Bears GM Ryan Poles. I mentioned him because this whole Justin Fields situation is one that's been hanging over their head. It feels like... Um, for at least half the season, and now as we get ready for the draft, here was polls on what they do with fields or what they don't do with fields. I will say this. Um, I think you guys know me uh, well enough now. I do, if we go down that road, um, I want to be right by Justin as well. Uh, no one wants to live in gray. Um, I know that's uncomfortable. I wouldn't want to be in that situation either. So uh, we'll gather the information. We'll move um, as quickly as possible. We're not going to be in a rush um, and see what presents itself and what's best for the organization. And then we also talked a lot about the uh, the whole running back market with Saquon Barkley, and you got a lot of guys out there. Um, that will be free agents coming up really, really soon. Uh, before we tie up some loose ends from the morning and present some new audio, uh, we get to the basketball where the Knicks did lose to the Pelicans, 115-92. to 92. Trey Murphy shot 9 of 14. He had 26. He had six threes on the night. He was pretty darn good. The Knicks were without everybody. It felt like Jalen Brunson didn't play. Not sure how many people knew that going in. He had neck spasms. Here was Tom Thibodeau, definitely shorthanded, but the guys gave good effort. It started a third. We still fought. I thought had a chance in the fourth, and then, uh, you know, we fell short, but I thought everyone gave everything they had. It just wasn't enough because they didn't have enough healthy bodies, you would think. Because as Dante DiVincenzo says, you lose star players, there's an effect. You know, the gravity with Julius and ISOs, and you missed that, and the trick was down. And now, you know, Jalen went out tonight. And um, so, guys' usual looks that are kind of more open, um, a little bit more contested. Enough. And so, with the loss, the Knicks 35 and 24 with the win, the Pelicans 35 and 24. Knicks need to get healthy uh, and quick. As for the Nets, Healthy or not, they lost, and they lost by a lot. 108-81 to the Magic. Franz Wagner had 21 to lead the way. Good win for Orlando, 33-26 and 26 right behind the Knicks because Paolo Boncaro did, uh, Boncaro did not play in this game. He was sick, and yet they still won by 30 points or whatever it was. And then one more time, we play the final, the call from Cleveland with this 60-foot game winner. It looked like Dallas was on the verge of a win as Luka scores. We'll play the whole thing, but then the other way. Cleveland to inbound, just to the left of the Cavs bench. All we need Cleaver. is a deflection. Pass deflected by Mobley, but grabbed by Doncic. Doncic bounced underneath the P.J., and he laid it in with 2.6 to go. Cavs out of timeout. Struess into Mobley. Back to Max. Half-court shot. Good! Good! He hit it! Cam 
win. That was Cavs Radio with the call. They win 121-19. Struis had 21 with that three to finish. And Donovan Mitchell with 31 for Cleveland in the loss. Luka Doncic, 45. Kyrie Irving had 30. The Celtics beat the 76ers, 117-99. So Boston, the hottest team in the league right now. They have won nine straight games. All right, on the Shannon Sharp and Chad Ochocinco podcast, Shannon, so this is kind of current eventsy, Okay. Because we got a lot going on right now with artificial intelligence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Shannon, I guess, was reading a news story, I suppose. That's what it sounds like. A woman is planning to marry an AI hologram that's trained using data from a previous romantic partner no 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 not partner partners what are we doing what, what, what are we doing like what are we doing getting a little goofy yeah yeah, yeah. you can imagine chad then wonders how exactly that's going to work she gonna build a bear using ai using technology based on something where she can't get no no physical touch come on man god dang this makes no sense <laughs> that does not make any sense and then it got into a different conversation about what they look for in a woman. I don't know All why right. they would do this mm-hmm. because even Chad at one point, I guess his girlfriend or wife, whoever it might be, was in the next room. Oh, <laughs> so, okay. So he's trying to say it quietly. You like the fupa? I like the fupa. You like uh, the fupa? I like the fupa because, like, when you spoon, I like yeah, the yeah, yeah. fupa. Like, if I press it down, as long as it don't pop right back yeah. up, I'm good. Then I know. There we go. There we go. I like. I like the fupa. Mm-hmm. Is that like belly fat? Uh, yes, it stands for something I can't say. Well, I figured I wouldn't say it, but I thought I kind of assumed it meant. Do you and know what it means? Go into Boomer. No, I nobody don't. knows Fupa. I feel like I will know it once you say it because I feel like I know what we're talking about, but I don't know what it stands for. It's uh, well, I can well, say no. I could say all of it except for one word: fat under blank area. Oh, oh, I just thought I'm in belly. Okay, um, and then this is weird when they were putting or fat. Upper, sorry, fat upper bleep area. That's what it is. Okay. So it's like above the area. Like like lower part of the belly, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like lower belly. So, But it's F-U-P-A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And then they would go on to say that they like their women big, which is fine. And But they had numbers with this. You always said 180. Yeah, you ain't a lady. 210. Count your boy in. Count your boy in. I had a plenty. You know what I'm saying? Oh, don't ever do it. That's when he's like, Shh, she's right inside. <laughs> <laughs> These two. Uh, you wonder, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Speaking of big women. Okay. okay. Oh, my God. What in the hell was Tyreek Hill doing? I don't know. Yeah, we were talking about that this morning. He's being sued. I don't know. I'm not sure. I know. Oh, they only, I saw this on Al's show sheet. I did see this. Yes, yes, yes. A plus yes, size yes. model in right. his backyard. And she's suing him for him hitting her with like football force. It was like a football away. activity. Yeah, what kind of football activity. Well, what was you she was doing it? something for social media is why she was doing it. And I guess she got the best of him on one play, and she claims he didn't like that, so he ran her over the next time. Yeah, sued for a fifty k by a thirty five year old woman, social influencer who said he fractured her leg during a, a football plus drill. size well, social. She got a very large top and bottom. Yeah. Maybe that football. abnormally, like the rest of her body looks like it's a of average size, but then her her buttocks is ex- like weirdly large. And Did you think, do you think there was uh, some sort of prosthetic put in? I do. Yeah. Okay. So 
What, what are they and what are they doing together in his backyard? It's football moves. They're playing football moves yeah. in their backyard. Correct. I, I think I know the football activity. Jamming up the a gap. <laughs> That's what I think it was. <laughs> Sounds like that to me. I made a good point, though. This Tyree Killers had some run here. Hey, you ain't kidding. Hey, man. It's been crazy. It's whack. I yeah. know. Well, it's I, whack, dude. Use whatever word you want. It yes. has been, I mean, some very difficult, some out there, and, and yeah, football really, in the middle. Like, it's been nuts. Right. I mean, he knocked that hat off that dude at the, whatchamacallit, oh, smacked slip, the guy right? in the head. Now he's got this whole situation. So he married that woman in divorced, the middle of the not season. Divorced, divorced, not know. divorced. And then obviously there's some horrible stuff pre-draft that he was accused of. And then you're jamming it up the A-gap while you're going to pound town. <laughs> well, we don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, if that was the activity. It sounds like it was football related. Who knows? Uh, last hour we filmed? I'm sure it was filmed, I right? I think so. I asked how too. How much... You would know. Uh, we don't. I would know. How much would... Like, a guy like that is not going to go to Salino and Barnes. Like, he's going to go get, I would think, a very high-priced attorney. I have no idea. What would that cost per hour? I, I mean, but, I don't even know if he would even pay an attorney. That's part of his problem, dude. Doesn't he, doesn't he like, owe attorneys money or something? God, I don't know. Oh, I mean, I there's all that. sorts of issues around him, and I, I don't know. Because we were wondering, when she only asked for 50... Only... She has for fifty thousand, not five million. Is it easier just to write her to the check? And maybe that's maybe it's just the medical to cover her injury. Well, maybe she doesn't have insurance or something. That's what I thought too. Do influencer influencers have insurance? Out? I I don't know. if They'd have to go through Obamacare, whatever that is. Right. You would think. Anyhow, uh, last hour we played those Will Ferrell clips talking about the rumored affair that Cal Ripken's ex-wife had with Kevin Costner on the My Mama Told Me podcast, hosted by comedians Langston Kerman and David Gabor. It turns out Will Ferrell owns this whole podcast network. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yep. So here's the one interesting thing. I only played because it sets up to the next one. Um, as they were discussing the idea that Will Ferrell was actually coming onto the podcast. And it is worth noting. He, we we don't often have white people on this show. Really, never. It's, it's, hardly. Yeah. This is an anomaly. So I play that because then their first question when they introduce him. Where do you stand in the world of conspiracy theories? Do, would you pride yourself as a conspiracy theorist? Where, how, how much of a believer are you? And also, yeah. adding on to that, yeah. black people. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. So that's where all things starts. Conspiracy yeah. theories. Okay. And then this is the answer he gave, which was short of what I played last hour. Do you have one in particular that, that comes to mind where you go like, I, I wouldn't say I'm fully on board, but I certainly am willing to hear it out more than others. Here's one. <laughs> Here's one that I feel like kind of checks out. But I, I once heard. So this one always was like, I think this checks out. Cal Ripken. And then he goes into okay. the whole thing. So there's the context of the entire thing um, from that podcast. The Mets beat the Marlins yesterday. Today they play the Cardinals. The Yankees lost to the Rays. The Yankees do not have a game today, but they will play the Marlins tomorrow. And the Devils beat the Sharks by the score of 7-2. to two. Devils have a two-on-one, and they got a breakaway here. Jack Hughes moves in. Shot scores! Jack Hughes as the Devils strike twice 
And they lead 2-1. to one. Yep, and they would come away with the five-goal win. Matt Lachlan with the call on Devils Radio. Much-needed win for New Jersey as they go out west and get it in San Jose. You've got the Rangers and the Blue Jackets tonight. Rangers looking to bounce back from that loss in Columbus. Uh, I guess it was on Sunday. you got St. John's at Butler and Seton Hall visits Creighton. Now time, it's a little long because I had to put it together, but moment of the day brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. <laughs> If you haven't noticed yet, it is Farmer's Dog Day here at the uh, at the radio station. And since we do have three dogs roaming around, dog questions were popping up. And our listeners tried to help out. Hey, what's up, fellas? Good morning. Hey, Good morning. Bobby, what's happened? So tell us, why do dogs smell so, butts? <laughs> so I don't know that this is 100% true, but I do remember reading that the dogs have some sort of a gland. And I, and I don't think it's in their butt, but I think it's it's near their lower end. Yeah. When they're aggressive, they secrete something. That's interesting. Now, I know that you have to, like, there's sometimes you got to squeeze, like, the anal glands out for the dog because it'll, it'll stink. So that's probably what we're talking about, like, that secretion. Hey, guys, you were talking about the dog scooting. So we FaceTime my sister-in-law, who's a vet out in Vegas, and she's describing to us what we have to do to excrete the dog's anal gland. Mm. So I had to strap on, like, a rubber glove dip my index finger into coconut oil mm. and put that finger into my dog's butt. And then at the four and eight o'clock positions of the dog's butt, I had to squeeze down with my sister-in-law on FaceTime trying to describe what to do while my wife is holding our dog. And the smell was fishy. All right, time now for what is that sound? I take you to Florida, a little spring training baseball. What's that sound? Oh, sorry. I see it. <laughs> oh, sorry. I see it. Any ideas what that sound would be? Ronnie stepped on uh, Keith's foot or something like that. But I, I figured it out. Gary Cohen was squeezing Keith's anal glands. <laughs> <laughs> Ties the whole thing together. Moment of the day. Oh, very good, Jerry. Thank you. We should probably get the dogs in for the last segment, right? And then we're not going to see him. We're not going to have this ever happen again, probably. Who knows? Maybe it'll be a once a year thing. Uh, we'll get them back in here in just a few minutes. It's Boomer and Geo coming to you live at the Build Ford Tough Studio. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Send in the dogs. Send them in. Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. See if they want to come in for one final go round here. Oh, there's Whimsy Girl. Look at Whimsy following. I don't know. Elvis is going to probably not want to. He's not budge. <laughs> I think he's in love. <laughs> All right. Well, we tried. Your uh, microphone is yeah, off. Yeah, we tried. Yes. We tried to get him in one last time. They've had it now. They said enough of us being on television. Well, at the end of the day, it was a great idea. Yes, it was. I don't know if you could do this every day, but uh, I don't think I've ever seen so many people out there in the bullpen. Right. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I could I could, <laughs> I could, probably get Elvis in here if I needed to. Where we go? Oh, come on, Elvis. Come on, buddy. Come on. Come in. Get in here. There. Come on, come on, Elvis! Come on, Elvis. come on! There's, there's oh, Whimsy, oh, 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 and uh, where's Cooper? Come on, come on, Cooper! Come on in! Come on in! Oh, come on. there we go! Now oh, we got it! Okay. Now we're talking. What's go? Oh, he's got Elvis. Got a nice little farmer's dog um, bandana on now. Look at that! He is, he is looking slick. Yeah. So this now, I feel like this was a, this was a hit, and there was no, uh, no fighting. No, yeah, they, he wants just, they just want to go back outside. He's like, there's only two of you in here. There's 15 <laughs> people out there petting. Yes. You know? And then uh, I saw I saw Tierney petting Elvis, and they had like sort of like a, I was like, who's going to hump who first here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Establish the dominance, oh, you know? Oh. <laughs> nah, it's all right. It's okay. I just figured we'd get on there one more time, but Cooper's just not, he's not, he's not dealing with it now. Oh really? Oh, yeah. oh wow! Good. Why? I wonder. Because he's a Chicks. Democrat and he's a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> no, is uh, it is it because the did wants the all the attention? Is that what's going on here? Just oh, just from Jess. Oh, okay. So so Elvis has claimed Jess, yes. and if Cooper goes near Jess, then Elvis gets upset. Is that what's going on here? Wow! wow. Interesting. Interesting. Wow, look at that. Like like not just a play growl, like a get the hell out of here growl. Unbelievable. That's interesting. He's not he's he's I don't think he'd ever do anything. No, no, no. But he's I, just I gotta say, everybody's tail is wag wagging. Oh yeah, there's a lot of And Cooper like, backed right down. Oh, did he? And slunk back over here. <laughs> well, I mean Elvis is bigger, yeah. right? Oh yeah, it'll be not a contest. Cooper's not a fighter. Well, I don't think Elvis is a fight <laughs> a fighter either. But he uh yeah, he's an interesting he's got like an interesting build about him, Elvis. And there's the Pyrenees. They are they are guard dogs. Yeah. Yep. And they, uh, but he's got like those longer legs. I'm not sure where that comes from, but he is a he's an interesting. He's very very uh, very unique. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing the video of it is uh, is 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 great. But we uh, we appreciate the farmer's dog for uh, letting that happen. I hopefully he's calm and like. Goes to sleep on the ride home because he oh, was. He'll, he'll be right out. I think. I hope so because he was. He was nervous. He was. Doing, 
like really panting a lot coming in. Yeah. And I, I turned the. He's actually, be. I think he's going to be disappointed to leave. Actually, he may be. Well, he loves it at home, but he may be at first. But uh, he, uh, I, I put all the, I put like the air conditioning on to like calm it down for him, and I actually put on the the classical music that Eddie was talking about. So I was driving in, I had to turn off Yankees hot stove, and I put on classical music for a little bit to try to uh, calm him down. Didn't seem to work. So hopefully now he knows that he's coming back with me and everything. So honestly, I was worried about that. I was worried that he was thinking you're going to give me to another family. Like that's not going to be great for me. <laughs> but I, uh, but he's 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 happy now. The guy down at the garage was like when Elvis popped out of the car. You know, yes. He wasn't expecting. <laughs> he wasn't expecting that. Uh, so yeah, he's a good. He's a good boy. Uh, so the tag stuff is happening right right, right now. Yeah, that what's going on with the so all uh, the franchise tag stuff goes on uh, until I think like. I want to say March 13th, I think. No, March 5th. Okay. So now between now and March 5th is when teams have got to make the decision. Now, the Bengals have already made the decision to tag T. Higgins. That's right. And, you know, T's not very happy, although the wide receiver tag is up over $20 million. So it's not like he's not getting paid. But, you know, certainly he wants his shot at being a number one wide receiver, which would mean somewhere... You know, four to five years, over a hundred million. Yeah, and, and that would, that's what the going rate is now. Is what he wants. So, just think about this. I think it's twenty-one point eight million is the franchise tag for the wide receiver. So that would mean that's where you start. Yeah, with a new contract, mm-hmm. and then you try to work out a long-term deal because they're going to have the same situation with Jamar Chase. You know, and they're going to pick up his fifth-year option. And you know you'd like to keep these guys together if you can. I, you know, Duke Tobin, their player personnel guy out there, last year was very adamant: get your own wide receivers. This year, not so adamant. But then again, I'm sure they're going to try to negotiate a deal with T. Higgins, and I'm sure T. Higgins would love to be what hopefully Saquon Barkley is going to be, and that's a free agent. Yeah, and you had mentioned last year that T. Higgins, you know, had an opportunity like a lot of guys do the year before their walk year to make a stink about, and he didn't, and he did not, uh, and now he's in this this situation, make a stink about you know getting that long term deal. So he uh, he didn't, and now he's in this situation where he's getting tags, going to have a, a great one year guaranteed salary, but obviously injuries are a big thing in this league, and he's going to be looking for that long term deal. I'm going to throw out a couple of quarterbacks that are out there. Because you mentioned Justin Fields going to the Raiders. Where do you think Russell Wilson is going to end up? That's a hard one for me. That That's because, you know, Russell thinks of himself as a starter. Yeah, I mean. And so that would mean he would have to end up going to a team that would need to have a starting quarterback. In other words, Carolina's not bringing him in. Right. He's not going there to mentor Bryce Young. You know, Derek Carr is already in New Orleans. You know, they already have guaranteed money uh, with him. Atlanta is an opening spot, but I don't think Raheem Morris is going to want Russell Wilson. Hmm. I I could see Atlanta, you know, either drafting one or going after Kirk Cousins or Ryan Tannehill. Or do they, you know, do they try to trade for uh, Justin Fields? Okay, so is there a chance that he gets shut out? I mean, is there not? I mean, he's had a much uh, more successful career I mean, than Carson I, I Wentz. But I think it's going to have to come down to whether or not, you know, he's going to want to accept, you know, less money and a lesser role and be a support person. But I, I just don't see that happening. I mean, I, I don't know. It's interesting. I think Baker Mayfield is going to end up staying with Tampa. 
Probably sign like a three-year, hundred to one hundred twenty million dollar contract. All right, what about Kirk Cousins? That's a really interesting one. If I were him, and if I were Minnesota, I would try to keep him on a two-year deal and then draft the kid and let the kid watch him. Yeah, that would be that would be ideal. It's amazing that after all the years of him coming up short and. I just didn't like him as a starting quarterback. Now I'm going to be sad to see him go if he does go. I mean, he's going to get top dollar wherever he does go. And, you know, not very many teams can afford that. I mean, I just, I, you know, I I would like to see him in Pittsburgh, actually. Kirk Cousins? I, I think that makes sense to me. Yeah. But they gotta, but they have the- Pittsburgh is going to ante up the money to to, to get him. And, you know, we hear all sorts of rumors about what Pittsburgh's doing and if they like Mason Rudolph and they still want to, you know, give Kenny Pickett a chance. But if you're going to go down that road with Kirk Cousins, uh, you're not going to get that chance. Well, yeah, at that point, you got to, I mean, keep Mason Rudolph as the backup, but Kenny Pickett's got to go in that spot, I would think. Right. So, you know, you got to think of the teams. So Detroit's got their quarterback. Green Bay's got their quarterback. Uh, Chicago's going to draft their quarterback. That means Justin Fields is going to be available. Um, Minnesota, they don't have a quarterback right now. Yeah, but I think what that general manager wants to do is desperately, desperately draft one. He wants he wants to have a, a rookie quarterback on no money to build his roster. He remember he inherited um, Kirk Cousins and the big contract when he became the general manager, and now he's got to pay Justin Jefferson. And, and all all Kirk Cousins has done for Minnesota is play his ass off. Yep, but I think. When it comes to building a roster, if you get the right rookie quarterback, it's easier to build a great team around that guy. And I think that that's what they're thinking so about. Let me ask you this question. Did they have the assets to go up and get a guy? They'd have to trade future first-round picks or they'd have to trade Justin Jefferson. That's what they'd have to do. I could see them trading Justin Jefferson. I could see that. I know you don't want that. That's going to kill you. <laughs> uh, I mean, you can't trade... What could be one of, when it's all said and done, one of the most prolific statistical wide receivers. They did trade Randy Moss, ever. didn't they? Yeah, that was a long time ago, though, man. So, I mean, I that was a Mike Tice, Red McCombs era. You know, when I look at the, their draft board, like, you know, it's amazing. San Francisco has 11 draft picks. Yeah. Well, they got a lot of those ones from the coaches leave it yes exactly which is smart because you know they'll end up having to pay the the question for them will be are they going to pay brandon Ayuk? and if they do what are they going to pay him or are they going to tag him yeah and you know that that's the first thing that they have to answer and then with all of these draft picks i mean it's amazing you know this is how you backfill your team and they still are have a year of not having to pay brock purdy See, but that's the way you build the roster, that's right? Exactly right. That's yes. how you do it. Uh, and, I think, and, I, and I think Chicago's in the middle of doing that right now. Sure, I think Chicago has assets. You know, I said yesterday that you know, if Ryan Poles doesn't, you know, draft Caleb Williams, he's that fire guy, right? He's going to draft him. And the question is, is how much can he extract from these other teams for Justin Fields? And you know, look what he got last year from Carolina, just trading. Allowing Carolina to take the number one pick. That's got to drive them nuts. So he is sitting like in a catbird seat right now. He and the Chicago Bears are sitting there. They have a good defense already. They do have money under uh, free agency. He's going to restart the quarterback clock. So in the next three years, 
the Chicago Bears have got to be one of his, the, he's got to build them into being one of the best teams in the NFC. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 